Hey, and welcome back to another episode of the Ultimate WordPress Guide podcast. Thanks for joining me today. So the crew at WordPress HQ released the beta one release of 6.1, which went out to the community for testing earlier this week. Uh, This release of 6.1 is still a while away as it's said to be available around the first week in November. So it is essentially now in feature freeze, which means that what's in there now is likely what you'll get. So from here onwards, they'll be focusing on stability, bug fixing, etc. leading up to the release date. It's expected to see the first release candidate around the first week in October, which is just around the corner as well. So in this episode, yes, you guessed it, I will be giving you some updates about what is expected in the upcoming release. If you haven't done so already, like, follow, share, and subscribe on Apple and Spotify. Check out our website at ultimatewpguide.com, our YouTube channel, The Ultimate WordPress Guide, and follow us on social media for news, tips, tricks, reviews, and great resources on everything WordPress. And if this resource is helping you in any way, I'd love to hear from you. Submit your feedback or questions, and I'll air them in the next episode. I'm your host, Peter Schoenfeld, and thanks for tuning in. Yes, so there is a new release around the corner, and it's really great to see the folks at WordPress and essentially the whole community that's involved to keep innovating and improving WordPress for all of us. So in this release, there are three main focus areas. First is on the template editor, and one of the main improvement areas that uh, that introduces the ability to browse, visualize, and edit the structure of your site more easily. Another area is around template patterns, and the goal here is to give block patterns a more central role in page um, and template creation, adopting them to custom post types and block types, and enhancing locking functionality, improving safe patterns, etc. And then there's development around global styles, block and design tools, uh, and this release will allow the management of web fonts, implement responsive typography, and expand the tool set that's available to blocks within WordPress. So today I'll be covering improvements covered in six sections essentially. First, we'll look at the automatic image conversion to the WebP format. Uh, we'll look at fluid typography, uh, new and improved block uh, types, additional features and improvements to the block editor, new and improved building tools, and of course, as always, some changes for developers. So let's start with the image conversion first. Uh, this was already in, uh, introduced back in version 5.8, and if you didn't know, WebP is essentially a modern image format with superior lossless and lossy compression for web images. But even though you could upload WebP images before, WordPress didn't really support automatic conversion of them. For this, you'd need a third-party plugin, which would essentially just add unnecessary code and bloat to your site. Now in 6.1, image subsizes will automatically be created in alternative formats. It will also introduce three new filters to enable devs to control the MIME type or content type of the subsizes generated uh, and used by WordPress on the front end. So what that will what that will essentially mean, or what will essentially happen is, when you upload a JPEG, for instance, WordPress will create both the JPEG and the, the, the WebP um, subtypes. The WebP will be served on the website front end while the JPEG will be used in context where the WebP is not supported yet, for example, your email. With the new MIME types created, Only the images with sizes smaller than the respective originals are retained, and this change should yield a file size reduction of about 30% on average or so. There is, however, still a lot of controversy around this capability. Some contributors have said that resources required to generate these images up front will increase dramatically, um, and some uploads may fail, leaving um, users helpless, which is a pretty bad side effect, uh, I must agree. 
And it'll also increase requests for both WordPress and your hosting company, which may not necessarily be acceptable by any means. So because of this, it's still not clear whether the feature will be enabled by default. You may need to opt in to use the service. Um, so in the meanwhile, the automatic conversion to WebP has been temporarily disabled in this beta. Next then we have fluid typography and it describes the capability of text to adapt to your viewport width, um, smoothly scaling from minimum to maximum width. It is quite different from what you can achieve with media queries for those of you that uh, use media queries. Um, these queries really just allow the themes to resize text depending on the viewport size but really does nothing um, in between different values. So in 6.1 now starting, themes are enabled to automatically generate fluid font sizes and it uses a new property and a formula that WordPress guys have developed to calculate the value of each of the font sizes. So that's all for the first section. So next, next let's look at the improvement on block types and, and obviously some new ones. Um, and we'll start off with the table of contents block, which was originally introduced in Gutenberg 13.3, and it is now an experimental block in 6.1. So once you've added um, it to your post or page, it will detect any heading block in your content and display them as anchor links in an ordered list. They've also added border support for the columns block. You'll now have a border box control component that allows you to set customized borders for columns, even to the extent of using different styles for each individual border, which looks pretty cool if you see some of the screenshots. Uh, Gutenberg already had border control for the image block. So in 6.1, um, they've just now added this to core. And there are some um, also some comments block improvements. You'll now be able to use more advanced editing features, which will be available in the in the new settings sidebar the post terms block has been enhanced by a new custom taxonomy variation you can now register a new custom taxonomy say you know you, you're writing a blog about uh, ingredients for a cake um, and that's a post type and you'll be able to add a list of taxonomy terms to the current post or current post type and then there's also a new parents filter for the query block um, which will allow you to display hierarchical uh, posts and pages that have the same parent which is pretty cool um, there's also new font family controls for the heading block, um, which you'll be able to see. They're bringing in also axial, so horizontal and vertical spacing controls on the gallery block, which will allow you to set different vertical and horizontal gaps for images in that block. And this will essentially give you a greater flexibility around when uh, you're creating new galleries. In 6.1, you can also now select the featured image from the cover block placeholder, aside from the regular uh, upload media and and um, media library options. This option is um, for using the features image or this option for the featured image has also been added to the media replace workflow. So if you want to replace media that you already have existing in your site, the option is now there to use a, a post or a custom post type featured image as well. Uh, there's now an appearance tool setting properly that will allow you to opt into several settings that are um, for us regular users. Um, disabled by default um, and this will allow you to do things like customizing link colors and font families and so um, in your post navigation links and then they're adding a new toggle that enables the locking of blocks in a container and this setting will apply to group cover and column blocks so that's it for that section uh, let's look at some of the additional features and improvements around the block editor um, there will be template part variations that's now available uh, in the lock inserter, making it easier to add template parts to your site. You can now see a highlighted visual representation of margins and padding while you're adjusting them live. Um, this may seem small and trivial and insignificant, 
but it actually makes it much clearer to see how much space is being added both inside and outside while you're applying these properties. Then they've made some improvements to the setting sidebar as well and this includes a minor redesign, nothing major, nothing big, of the post sidebar. The fields for formats like template and authors are now much better aligned and they're all the same width so it looks a lot cleaner. The post scheduler has been simplified and the template panel has been replaced with a link um, and a popover when that link is clicked to save some space and generally just clean up the interface. And then the date time picker in the publish popover also got some love. Um, they added some space, spread out things just enough um, to make it look cleaner but not too much to take up too much additional space. And then on the info panel, um, they've also improved some settings which now shows you time to read in addition to what was already there in terms of words, characters, headings, paragraphs and block. And what they've done essentially is they've estimated the reading time uh, based on a calculation using an average of about 189 words per minute. Next, let's look at the uh, new and improved building tools. In 6.1, the functionality of the site builder has been extended a bit. Uh, block patterns will be available in more places and you'll have a wider choice of template types to choose from in the template editor. Version 6.0 already introduced page creation patterns, which are basically a way to provide a selection of patterns each time a user creates a new page. This way, you don't have to build the page from scratch, but can pick from a pattern uh, can pick a pattern from a modal and uh, and fill in the content and you're ready to go. Now in 6.1 this feature has been extended to all different post types. Then again in version 6.0 you also had very few templates that you could create in the site editor but now in 6.1 you can create different, uh, different templates for each individual post type and you'll also be able to add and edit templates and custom taxonomies even for things as uh, things like single categories or tags. And then lastly, as I said, we've got some changes for the developers as well. In, in this release, WordPress introduces a new preference persistence API that saves editor preference in the WordPress database instead of local storage. So preferences can then essentially be used, um, stored and, and used across browsers and devices. They've added support for button styles in your themes using the theme.json file. Um, and this will allow devs to add consistency to buttons across all blocks. Then 6.1 will now also support search block variations and all this means is you'll be able to provide users with search boxes to be used granularly um, to use granular search for any type of content. You'll be able to search for absolutely anything inside of WordPress. Um, and then the last one is a new buttons element in global styles. Global styles were introduced in 5.9 already so it's not a new feature. Um, but it was enabled, it was put in to enable users to customize, uh, customize style presets either globally or on a block level. Now at first you could only customize you know, background colors, text and links. And now with the new buttons element, users can control the appearance of buttons across their site. And that's it. Um, I know I say that, but it's really a whole lot of stuff that's going into the, re uh, into the release. I hope you're as excited as I am to see um, you know, once it hits the ground. But if you want to learn more about the release, head over to the WordPress developers website. You can see all the details about the features that are going in um, at the time of the feature freeze and, uh, and what will be considered for, for this release. And if you wanted to play around with the beta yourself, head over to the WordPress plugin library, uh, look for and download the WordPress beta tester plugin and install it in a local dev environment um, like uh, local by Flywheel, 
Um, and you can get this from localwp.com. That's localwp.com. It's a free tool um, and it's really very easy to set up. It installs WordPress already for you. So all you have to do then is just upload and activate the beta tester plugin and you're good to go. And uh, I've left a link for both of these in the show notes just to make it easier for you. So thanks for listening. Don't forget to like, follow, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Check out our website at ultimatewpguide.com, the YouTube channel, The Ultimate WordPress Guide, and follow us on social media for news, tips, tricks, reviews, and great resources on everything WordPress. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you.